What's good, everybody? Jack and Lockie here, back with another episode of the off season. This is kind of a sub, a sub series now. Yeah, um, an off season little sub series. Yeah. Um. So this is the first episode of actually the season previews. Um. And today we are starting with the two worst teams in the NBA last season, who actually got the two top picks in the draft, um, the Pistons and the Rockets. So starting off, uh, we're going to start with the Pistons. Last season, they won only 20 games and they were very um, – obviously, they signed Jeremy Grant last offseason. Um, and, yeah, so he he was injured about – for most of the season, it seemed like. Um, but then you saw Sadiq Bey, who was um, a draft pick from last year, his meteoric rise. Um, he kind of just came out of nowhere. A lot of people weren't expecting it. He was averaging, I don't know, like 12 and – six I think like really good numbers for a rookie coming in um mm-hmm. just doing just playing his role um you saw the so in the draft last year as they drafted Isaiah Stewart at center um who is kind of just like an inside inside rim protector pause um and um he wasn't he wasn't getting much game time to start with and he was getting a lot of the Pistons were getting a lot of strap uh uh shit from fans because it was like you've just drafted an old school center um but we we saw near the end of the season after the all-star break kind of um how good he really is he was getting comparisons to young dwight um athleticism finishing at the rim can protect the rim um and then obviously they drafted killian hayes at number seven i can't remember what pick it was killian hayes who had a, a my opinion, a really poor rookie year for the hype that he was getting. Um, he obviously went through injuries, so um, yeah, it was kind of a it was a poor rookie year, but obviously injuries played a part. Um, but he will, as we saw in the summer league, he's turned out to be um, he's on the rise. So honestly, I think he'll have a good year. Um, and Seku Dumboya is also promising, six foot ten forward, uh, can kind of do a little bit of everything, um, but. Um, with that out of the way, that was just a little review of last year. So today we've got a little bit of a criteria of how we're going to do this. We're going to um, say how many wins the te- we think the team's going to get, a rising star, a most improved, the MVP of the team, a sneaky star. I've named it sneaky star, but really it's like a, just a play that kind of comes out of nowhere and shines. Um, and we've done playoff contention. So obviously, um, I well, this is this is my personal opinions. Um, Lockie might have different, um, but playoff contention for the Pistons, absolutely not. No, no, no way. Um, They're rebuilding, so you got to give them that. But yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I think I think this is the what's going to happen with the Pistons for a while, and I know it it, it even happened when Blake and Andre Drummond were there they weren't making the play much i think it's gonna be a few more years of that but it's exciting it's a f- like exciting years yeah. whereas the past years where they weren't doing anything was just playing terrible to watch in my opinion mm. um so yeah 32 wins i've predicted which oh, is a, which is a bit more than last year like it's 12 That's more wins. 12 last year. yeah they've got a stacked young roster mm. um, that can kind of do a little bit of everything they've most of them have obviously played summer league together so they would already have a bit of team chemistry. And I think Jeremy Grant, who when he was playing and wasn't injured, was um, very good. Um, so 
I think I think 32 wins is not that bad because they will not make the playoffs with a record like that. If you were to, in the East, you have to make the playoffs with like at least 42. So that's competitive, though. I like that. Yeah, like as long yeah. as they're competitive, 32 and 50 on the season um, right. wouldn't, wouldn't be too bad for a young a young team. Um, I think I think the ceiling's high for them, um, but I think we'll see them in the playoffs maybe next year or the year after. It just depends on the growth of the whole core, really, of Cade, Sadiq, Jamie Grant. Um, and obviously the key role players around them. Um, so we're going to go, we're going to start with Rising Star. I think this is like a, a, the general consensus is Cade. Um, yeah. He's, he had a decent summer league. Uh, summer league's now finished. The Sacramento Kings um, won the summer league. Lock his old championship team. they'll ever win. Lock his old team. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously Cade, Cade, I don't, he, he was he was all right, but like obviously a rookie coming in is not going to shoot like eighty percent from the field mm. or sixty percent from the field. Um, poor shooting, but just getting his flow of the NBA game. Obviously, it's completely different to the um, actual NBA, um, but I mean it's it's a start. Um, Cade showing promising uh, promising uh, promising assets in his game, um, and then obviously being the number one pick, there's a bit of pressure. But I think for Cade, I haven't actually noticed much pressure, like. I haven't like usually um, with social yeah, media. There's always there's always high. Yeah. There's always pressure, but I feel I feel like with Kate, I haven't seen a lot about um, like pressure and people mm. saying, "Oh, he's got to do this." He's this because he's in a small market. Um, everyone knows that the team's not going to go good next year, um, and I think it's it's a good place to start your rookie year. Whereas like um, like with Zion, um, obviously coming through in a in a, a a decent well he came to a team where they just made a blockbuster trade with all these pieces and there was obviously a lot of hype around Zion um he lived up to it um but yeah obviously I haven't seen that I haven't seen that hype or um kind of um I don't know the word but the pressure Kate, like the pressure yeah they in pre like in previous years like everyone's just been eyes on whoever the number one pick was. But yeah, again, I haven't seen much about him either. But yeah, um, like um, that think, might be yeah. good for him. Yeah, definitely. I think um, any player that is in a small market, this is what I was saying about Ben Simmons the other day. If he went to, Cle- if he got traded to Cleveland, it's a small market. Yeah. Pressure is minimal because you're in a small market. You're on a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Hmm. And it's kind of, you can just play your game. Um, you're not going to get, you're not going to get 40 wins. You'll probably have 30. Um. But yeah, I'm actually I I will watch Pistons basketball next year. Well, next mm. season because they've got a great young core. Um, Kate is obviously the guy coming in. Sadiq Bay, who's had a great rookie year, like I said previously, um, which is why I want to get onto the most improved. Um, do you have anyone for most improved next year? I have Sadiq Bay. Yeah, just based off how he how he played last season. Um, I. I have high hopes for like Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson. Yeah. Same. Like I really want him to have that, um, that kind of sneaky star year, but yeah. I don't know. It's been this long and he's, he came in as a raw player and he's still a raw like uh, prospect. So I don't know, but I also would like to see, um, I don't know how you say Hamidou Diallo. Oh, yeah. Hamidou Delight. Who, who yeah. Usually played. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Z. Yeah. Like a really athletic shooting guard. I want him to develop the shooting. I think he can be a really good defender. 
Yeah, yeah, that's think, the only ones I've. I think that's a before. that's like a that's like a sneaky star. I think because yeah. his upside is his ceiling so high because he's athletic and he can shoot the rock. Mm. He's actually not a bad defender at all. Right. He's got like all the pieces that can um, make you like a a great player in this league. And mm. the same with Josh Jackson, who's obviously just been a trade piece for many years now. It's bad starting Phoenix. Mm. Um, my clear cut most improved is Sadiq Bay. I reckon he's going to go maybe like 17 and 8, 17 to 7. Right. I think he's just that good. Yeah. And I, I see like a starting lineup of Cade. Um, uh, what's his name? Who was just mentioned? Hamadou Diallo. You got Sadiq Bay. You got Jeremy Grant. And then you probably got Isaiah Jackson, Isaiah Stewart, sorry, um, at the center spot. He's just really good at reading defenses. He's a great on ball defender. He's a good rim protector. He can crash the boards. He can stretch the floor. He's mm. kind of just like the perfect. Um, wing player in today's game mm. um, and I think he fits he'll fit with Cade pretty well because Cade's very unselfish Jeremy Grant could teach him a lot of things because they're a lot of, in a lot of ways very similar yeah um, and yeah so I think Sadiq Bay obviously yeah Hamid Diallo Josh Jackson could be most improved as well because I think there's a lot of room to grow for both of those players mm. so we could honestly see that happen um, team MVP um, I think this is Jeremy Grant. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I, I have high hopes for Cade Cunningham because I, I do see him as a guy who can like, yeah, he can get his can get his shots up and whatever, but he can also like impact a team on a greater level. But I don't think this year, I think in terms of to uh good word, acclimatize, acclimatize to the NBA. Nice, man. <laughs> it might take a bit for him, but yeah. Yeah, Jamie Grant. And I think Cade's Cade's going to be the player that's going to turn your franchise around, but not in the first year. I think a few years down the track, he'll be that team MVP that carries that team to the playoffs and can make them so much better. Mm. Um, And we might see shades of that in the first season, but clear cut, Jamie Grant. um, Great year last year, even through injury, he was still productive, averaging around 22 points a game, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, Really good numbers from him. This is, okay, so... College player of the year last year out of Iowa, Luca Garza, was drafted in the like mid-second round. And he, in the summer league, looked like a young Dirk. Right, he was like um, 20 and 14. Something crazy. like He can like shoot it and he has a quick release. Like he's quick release. Very yeah. skilled. Um, I think he's a bit of a smoky. Um, I think smoky. he's like a underrated, like okay, yeah. sneaky star. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luka Garza, he he had a really good summer league. You can see the shades of young Dirk and Jokic. Um, his post-game, his footwork is second to none. Like, for a rookie to come out of college and have footwork and a jump shot like that, mm. he's not a terrible rim protector, but he can he can crush the boards. And that's kind of all you ask for out of, like, a like a, a stretch four, basically. Stretch yeah, five. Like a modern, I guess a, a modern, modern big. A yeah. modern big, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I can actually see the potential, like, front court of Luka Garza and Isaiah Stewart because I feel like Luka Garza can stretch the floor and Isaiah Stewart can just um, smash it inside. Oh, pause. Oh, pause. <laughs> yeah, a couple of pauses this episode. Yeah, I had a couple of pauses today. Um, if you don't say pause, it's not gay. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, and then obviously playoff contention is our last thing. I, there's no way they're making the playoffs. The East is so incredibly stacked. Um, and I just holy fuck these birds, man. Um, the East is incredibly stuck now. Um, 
You've obviously got the Sixers, the Bucks, the Nets. Pacers look good next year. The Raptors look half decent. Miami, um, Cleveland. Came for Miami, yeah. <laughs> um, Chicago. Um, there's just so many teams that I think are going to be um, Boston, New York. Yeah, just that step below, Brooklyn, I guess. A lot of stuck teams next year. So for me, for Detroit, I see them like 28 wins. Like yeah. you, I see them getting like actually um, improving a lot. Um, but again, I don't see them. I see the East being more competitive this year, like really tight between different teams. I don't see the, the, see them besides the Cavs. I don't see a real clear cut like bottom team next to them. Um, <laughs> I, see, I see Pistons being somewhat um competitive i say 28 but i can i could definitely see them like 30 35 and the reason i say this is just because certain role players i think can kind of get out of their shell a bit like trey lowell has been kind of shipped around doesn't really hasn't really found his spot um julio okafor i kind of forgot about him but i feel like again he can have his impact kelly olinick is pretty skilled big oh kelly olinick yeah fuck that's a not a bad signing yeah um but yeah, like I feel like Detroit's a good place for like trade pieces to kind of shine. Like Trey Lyles, I feel like yeah. he'll be good. Kelly Olynyk, he'll be good as well. Um, yeah, and then yeah, obviously they're not that deep in terms of impact, but yeah, um, they've obviously got great role players that can kind of affect winning. Um, and yeah, like I said, good place for players to kind of grow because you know, there's no pressure. It's a small yeah. market. Um, exactly. so yeah, Detroit. Now we're on to the Rockets. We'll just take a little break. Word from our sponsors. Okay, so now we're on to Houston. I've got them at 23 wins. I don't really see them improving that much. I see Jalen Green coming in. I'll go with Rising Star first. Probably Jalen Green. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> Makes the, sense. the general, second pick. Yeah. Um, and then also Dante Exum. I don't see him being a like a a rising star on the team or like having his breakout year, but I want him to, if that kind yeah. of like makes sense. I feel like we um, all want him to. Yeah. But he, yeah, cause he's, and like way he played in the Olympics, I do see him having like a, like a 12, six and six type of season. You know what I mean? Like as yeah. a big guard who can basically do everything. He's improved his jump shot. I see him having that impact and Houston can be a team where he builds that confidence, but with John Wall, Jalen Green, not much ball to go around. I think the yeah, I think the only thing with Exxon in Houston is that there's very guard heavy, so there's not a lot of minutes that's going to go around. Yeah, um, that's my only um, like issue with that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Jalen Green is probably the consensus rising star. He's yeah. littered up in the summer league. He's been really productive. He had some mean step backs on in his first game against Cleveland. Oh, yeah, he can, he can score. He can like, score. He's he just reminds me, already. He reminds me very much of Harden, and I think the G League kind of helped him with that yeah. as well. Um, I have the Rockets doubling their wins. Wow. 34? 34, yeah. Um, last year, last year they had 17 wins. Uh, obviously, Christian Wood was injured for a lot of the season. Um, John Wall... He's a little bit washed. Yeah, I was going to say. And he's, he was injured a lot as well, even considering the fact that he was kind of healthy and came back. 
Um, love, uh, love John Wall, and I hate to see him like this, but I don't see him leading a team again. He's not a. He's like, not a very. Yeah, he's still. He don't get me wrong. He's good. Like he's yeah. still a good point guard. But for a team that's trying to win, I don't think he can be your starting point guard. That's just yeah. my take. A lot of people have different opinions. Yeah. I love John Wall. I love yeah. John Wall, but I just don't think he's still got that same. Um, he's got that same star power that he did have. Mm. Um, a shining star from last year played for the Sydney Kings the year before. Jay Sean Tate. Um, he was very productive. And in the minutes that Christian Wood wasn't there, him and Kenyon Martin Jr. kind of ran that front court. Very athletic. Mm. Um, very, yeah, very good front court. Um, so, yeah, 34 wins for them. Rising star Jalen Green. Most improved is a former Cavalier. Not Dante Exum. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. Um, yes. I think a lot of people have kind of forgot about now that he, like Houston's obviously a bit irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but he had a really good like second year in Houston. He had that fifty. He had fifty points last year. Yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere against Utah, who was one of the best defenses in well, the best defense in the league. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I reckon he'll come out firing. He's very good. Him a backcourt of him and um, well, sorry, the wings of him and Jalen Green, and I think John Walt point guard. I think he'll still start the season at point. Yeah, um, will be very good. Team MVP. I've gone Christian Wood. I think he's going to be very productive. Twenty and ten guy, easy. Um, oh, yes. I think he's just going to have that impact on wins because when he was playing last year, he was he was affecting kind of the winning mentality. Um, mm. He's a dog. He can um, lead a team. Well, not lead a team, but he's just a very good, like, he's a very good first option for a team that's trying to, like, kind of rebuild. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think Christian Wood will be really good. Sneaky star. I've gone KJ Martin, um, mm. Kenny Martin Jr., Great summer league, super athletic, can rebound, can defend at a, a little, at a kind of a high clip. Um, and he can stretch the floor now. He's developed a good jumper. I think Rockets have all the pieces to compete for the playoffs, but they're all so young that I just don't think they will. And especially in the West where it's so stacked now. Yeah, exactly. They, both, oh. conferences, both conferences are equally stacked. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be hard for the Rockets to maintain a positive win record. Especially with all with all the young pieces, and um, obviously they got that new center, uh, Sangoon or something. I don't even know how to say his name. Mm. Um, who I think will get a fair bit, for a few minutes, um, which will be good for him. But yeah, um, the Rockets will go better than than the Pistons, strictly because they have more veteran presence, and they've got um, more of a stacked young core. Mm. Um, and Jalen Green will average 20 in his first year in the league. Jalen Green will average 20. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Efficient shooting, though? Huh? Efficient shooting, though? Because no, that might take a, a bit. No. no, not at all. Like no. 40. I can like 40. 40%. 40% from the field, 35 from three, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Because Rockets have like a bunch of really solid role players, like Daniel House Jr., Eric Gordon, um, as old as he is, like Avery Bradley. Who I've got as I don't know I don't, I don't know where he fits in the lineup, but I got him as the impact player. Yeah, like that's DJ a good Augustine, pick. like they have a bunch of David Nwaba, like a really good defender. Yeah, they have so many solid players, but it's like the minutes are going to be hard to. Yeah, I feel like where are you going to find minutes for everyone? Yeah, um, like Eric Gordon, what are you going to do with him? You just should trade him. Like, yeah, he should be on a contender. Yeah. Like, Getting somewhere where he, he can him on be... the warrior him on the warriors off the bench would oh. be really good. Um, him in Miami would be really good. 
He could fit on any team. Yeah. Um, him on the Clippers. Go back to go back to Clippers with Eric Bledsoe. Um, yeah. I think I think he'd be good on any team. I think they should try and either buy him out or trade him because obviously someone's going to snatch him up after a few days. Honestly, Rockets should like before the trade deadline just get like get busy like get rid of your older players. Yeah. Like, get rid of guys like Eric Gordon. Like honestly, he's probably the oldest oldest guy here. But like. Even even Exum, because I don't know where he even fits in this lineup. Get rid of some guys who are taking some cap space yeah. and get something in return. Get some picks or get well, some they, young talent in return. It's not like Houston's not an attractive destination. I reckon they could get yeah. some really good free agents next year. Mm. But the only like trading with vets is like the vets are the ones that are going to help your players grow and get them used to like the NBA life. Yeah. Um. So like. Oh, like honestly, everyone wants Eric Gordon traded, but like he's such a good like veteran piece for them. Um, yeah, just where he fits is. It's just yeah, it's I'm hard. worried about that, but yeah, and obviously you got like John Wall and Christian Wood who are really good veterans. They've mm-hmm. been in the NBA for well, John Wall's been in the NBA for a long time. Christian Wood maybe like five years, but that's still a veteran in my eyes. If you've been in the league for five or six years, yeah, I think it's like bad. five. I reckon five is like the the, the benchmark. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Rockets are going to have a, a promising year, um, and I think that's just the the overall thoughts from everyone around around the NBA as well. Um, they will not contend for the playoffs. There is no way that they will make the playoffs, um, but they will they will have signs signs of playoff um, like ability. Um, and I'm really excited to watch. I love watching the the rebuilding teams. Um, I'm really excited for the Cavs next year, obviously because I'm a Cavs fan. But mm. the Pistons and Rockets are going to be the two league pass teams, I think. Mm. Um, they're the ones to keep an eye out for. Um, Lockie, any final thoughts? Any with, notes? Yeah, with like Houston and Detroit, like like you said, it's it's good to watch the rebuilding teams because you you see who can like um, keep the the ship floating while they get back to um, playoff contention. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that they kind of keep the, I'm hoping that both teams keep the core that they have. Cause I actually do see all of them developing together. Now, obviously you need a trade here and there, but I, I really like both cores for each team. Um, I just feel like they're three, four years away from, you know, an actual yeah. contention. I, I agree with that. I think it'll be a few years before they'll even contend to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of young pieces in that team. Detroit haven't made the playoffs in a long time. Mm. Houston, obviously a consistent playoff team before last year. Um, but I think I think the whole front office and the team knows that there's no expectation. Yeah, there, sh- there shouldn't be expectation if you're the Rockets or the Pistons. No, you should know. Yeah, know no <laughs> just go out. Just go out and play because yeah. Um, yeah, like I can't remember a team that was really terrible a few years back saying that they're a playoff team and then they came dead last. Um, even the Cavs, even the Cavs when um, LeBron left that 2019 year when they drafted second. Uh, even I was I was a fan that said, oh, I think we can be an eight seed. They came like 13th. Tristan Thompson said that as well. Yeah, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> now where's he? He's in Boston. Um, but yeah, not, yeah, you know, I just don't think they'll, they'll make much of an impact on the league to start yeah. with. 
But that's a thing a few, down, few years down the road. Same with the Pelicans. I don't think the Pelicans will make the playoffs again next year. That's obviously yeah. for another. That's obviously for another episode. But it takes a while for teams to to grow and get a young core going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, exactly. That's it from me. I'm not sure about Lockie. Um, I'm good there. I'm I'm keen for these teams. I actually am. Yeah. Going through the lineups is like, oh, like I'm actually excited to to see what yeah. they can do. Yeah. Um. And I think this is a good first episode because. They're both two exciting teams that people will just watch. Yeah. Um. So it's good to get our takes on it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Um. Leave your thoughts on the t- uh, on the roster. Well, not the roster. Leave your thoughts on the upcoming season. Um. For the Rockets and the Pistons. Chris Davo, leave a comment down below. We we'll love your champ. Yeah. Thanks for all the support. The Same with Harry. You two boys rocking with us from the start. So. Um, shout out to you guys. Um. Chris has got two shout outs in a row. Yeah. Hey. His, his first one was smaller, but yeah, yeah we got to make one for him. Yeah, yeah. He's the man. Um, so yeah, shout out to y'all. Um, thanks for watching. Let us know your thoughts. Comment on our Instagram. Let us know what, you, what you're thinking of the off-season, who your smokies are for the upcoming year, and uh, let's get this rolling. Oh. Episode one, season preview. Thanks for watching. Bang.